0: Hello and welcome to episode two hundred and twelve of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And this Hopefully week, my audio is better this week. Hopefully. Hopefully my audio is better than it was in the pre-show. <laughs> podcast Professionals. That's right.
1: Um only two hundred and two or two hundred and twelve episodes in. I yeah. think we'd have this nailed down
0: a little better by now. Sometimes uh uh Doby shows up and just messes up everything. <laughs> Dobie the gremlin. So this week we're going to we're going to talk about our first impressions of the set and mm-hmm. if there's time we might talk about some like uh old school magic memories cuz people wanted to t- wanted to hear more about when we were young and like things didn't hurt for no reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be time or not. I think we we definitely have some stuff to talk about about this set, but yeah, if we get to it, we get to it. If not, we'll save it for another episode. Yeah. I got a I got a file that I keep Show ideas in so, I guess this is a pretty good segue to all our social media links that are down yeah. in the description, where you guys can tell us what you want to hear. Oh, no, and when I get those, oh god,
0: yeah, and she wish me happy birthday because as you're listening to this today, it is my birthday, Thursday, February ninth. I am. Right. It hurts for no reason. Years old. Right. I will. Uh, I'll give you a happy
1: birthday now, even though I'm going to try real hard to remember tomorrow. But happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. and i like that i'm uh i don't know why this hurts years old that's that's
0: pretty good yes i feel that (laughs) in something that didn't used to hurt you feel it yes yeah i didn't know i had that (laughs) bone for it to hurt
1: one of my favorite lines was uh one of the guys we used to travel with nick Mm -hmm. when he would complain about because he was a couple years older than us when he would complain about getting old he always said well this is just me now (laughs) exactly right one of his doctors told him that or something yeah, yeah. I, I saw a, uh, you
0: now. I saw a video where someone was like before modern medicine the average human life expectancy was like 35 years And so yep. anytime something on you hurts after you're 35 it's your body saying I'm not even supposed to be here anymore
1: yeah basically
0: so it's like alright but yeah if you want to reach out to us on social media and give us some show ideas uh, please do so. All those links are in the description below. Yeah, I keep a running document
1: of all the show ideas, whether they're usable or not, whether I answer them immediately or not, they uh, they all go in there. So you guys got anything you want to hear about? Fire away. That's what we're here for. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do that. The first is no cost to you, and it's super easy. You use our TCG Player Affiliate link when you're shopping for Magic Cards. Uh, com is the link. Head on over there, do whatever shopping you're going to do. And as long as you navigated to the website using that link, we'll get a percentage of whatever you buy. Helps us out. Helps pay for our hosting fees or whatever. We we also had some issues with our uh, hosting service last week. So hopefully those don't continue or we'll have to find another place to host. Yeah.
0: Pod um, Podbean's pod uh, letting us
1: down. Yeah, first time in four years. Yeah, really. Um, second way you guys can support us is directly through Patreon, Patreon.com/CasualTryhardMTG. There's tiers there; they don't really mean anything. We uh, just chip in whatever you feel we're worth, and we would appreciate that. Um, patrons, there's like I said, there's not there's tiers there, but only so that people can, you know, have different amounts that they wish to chip in. Um, everybody gets access to our pre-show, which is us hopefully making sure our equipment works. The last couple weeks have been a little rough. Um, but that's what the pre-show is for and us catching up because we don't play magic like we used to. So we don't see each other nearly as often. We spend about an hour catching up every week and take you guys along for the ride. Um, patrons also get access to our show notes. Uh, so they get kind of a sneak peek about what the upcoming show is going to be about. Even though we're recording a little week. Little late this week, and uh, because we're recording late, I didn't have any show notes to put up. So normally you get that, and patrons also get put on my mailing list. If you wish to send me your address, I add you to my mailing list, and roughly bi-monthly, um, I send some swag out to you guys, and it's pretty cool. People seem to respond pretty well to it. It's uh, like little custom things that I do. So if any of that sounds appealing to you, or if you just think we're worth it, which we t- totally are um chip in a couple bucks Help totally, are worth, show. totally yep. are worth Patreon. it totally are worth it patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg yep and then the last thing we have to plug before we start this is our youtube channel um casual tryhard mtg on youtube we got a whole bunch of content coming out there brian does limited videos three times a week monday wednesday friday although maybe by the end of this episode you'll uh understand why we may not be doing a ton of limited videos this time around
0: yeah um,
1: We also have a video version of the podcast that goes out there on thursdays where you can see our smiling faces and on tuesdays i do tomfoolery tuesdays which is a lot more casual um really not competitive at all i play kind of weird decks in different formats Uh, a lot of people have been really positive about historic brawl the stuff i've been putting up on historic brawl so That's what I've been doing lately. I'm probably going to do some standard stuff with this set, though. There's a couple decks I'm interested in. But it's kind of a grab bag. You never really know what you're going to get. So stop into our YouTube channel and check all of that out.
0: Yes, please. I also am interested in some, like, standard slash um, explore nonsense. So you may get some of that. Yeah. Nonsense, not competitive. Uh, A little column A, a little column B. (laughs) Okay.
1: I'm interested in some nonsense. It, I don't think anything that I have is going to be super competitive, but it should be fun.
0: For the uh for the old, for the old sports heads in the in uh, listening, the words of Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. <laughs> so, that, that is what I'm about. So, let's talk about our Frexia all will be one experience thus far. I, I yeah. even brought up some cards so I can like at least remember some card names when we're talking. Yeah, I got I uh, I
1: haven't had a ton of time to play. We so, long story short, we uh, pushed this episode back a couple days because Wizards messed with the release schedule of this set a little bit from what we're used to. So instead of record an episode on Monday and then have the set come out on Tuesday and like not have talked about the new release we decided to push this back to Wednesday. So we're recording Wednesday for the show Thursday, and we have exactly one evening's worth of play in. So I sat down to do... I think I had just finished my first draft, and you sent me a message about the format. <laughs> um, and basically said it was a dumpster fire.
0: I kind of hate it. The third the yeah. third draft, I... Uh... I went from fully hating it to I went to kinda. So we'll see. But I have some very specific <laughs> problems. Yeah, with um, the format. Just
1: in general, before we get into specifics, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like. I don't think there's been a point yet where I've disliked this format. Mm-hmm. But I'm certainly not incentivized to keep playing limited like I usually am. Normally, I'm pretty excited just to run through like w- however much gold and gems i have and just crank out you know 10 or 12 drafts and then move on with my life um and we haven't had a ton of time with this set yet but i've done two drafts and don't really care if i do a third i don't think
0: it's uh, it's definitely not an all-timer i have done i've done 3 and yeah it's just not so I think we've said this, like, every new format that has come out. It's like, this format feels really aggressive. Mm-hmm. M- more so, I think, than some other ones. Yeah. And um, there are definitely some cards that you're like, oh, this should be good, that just, like, don't work out. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, for example, Ambulatory Edifice, two in a black 3-2, when it enters, you can pay two life, and if you do, target creature gets neg one, neg one. There are to, like, there are times you can get a real card, and there are other times it's just a three two no text, yeah. which is like pretty rough for like an uncommon. Um. And then, what's the other? And then just all of the toxic stuff. I gotta just gotta put it out there right there. All of the toxic stuff. Okay. The I lost of the, so of my three drafts, I've, I've lost nine games. I would say a third of them. So three, like I'm a hundred percent that three of them I lost to poison. Mm -hmm. And like, it, uh, poison definitely happens more than
1: I thought it would. I know when we were doing our like mechanics episodes, talking mm -hmm. about the mechanics or whatever. Um, the way the cards read at that point, at least in my brain, was Toxic was really only there to turn on Corrupted, mm-hmm. um, but toxic or Poison counters are way more relevant than I thought.
0: Yeah, so the issue I had, like, I lost games where I was at 13 life to Poison, yeah. and so it makes it really hard for you to stabilize, because... um Once you have one poison counter, seemingly like a third of the spells in the format do their thing plus a shock. Right. Right. Like,
1: the proliferator. Like, there's. Is there two or three? There's at least two black cards that, like, do the thing for the rate that it normally would be. And then also give a poison counter or proliferate.
0: So there is. the Veraska's whatever awakening yeah, sacrifice a creature, opponent gets a poison counter. Yeah, so and that's three mana, so maybe it's a little bit more than yeah. a typical edict. But is it common? So, like a three mana edict at common doesn't feel like it's wrong, right? Then there's Drown and Icar, it's a sorcery, but a creature gets neg four, neg four, and you proliferate, mm-hmm. right? Like, that is a card that has. That is playable. Yeah,
1: isn't there like a draw two, lose two, proliferate uh, also? Infectious for
0: three? Inquiry. Yeah, draw two, yeah. lose two. Opponent gets a poison counter. Like that. Opponent gets a poison counter is literally free. Right. So like, you get to like, you get the board stabilized, and you're at like seven poison. And like, I even made a comment in the video. I'm like, well, this is maybe the problem with poison counters is I'm at seven and like if they don't draw anything like they kind of did all this work for nothing. Oh they they definitely I think they they definitely drew things after that. But you get in this situation where like all of the all of the spells deal you damage. Mm-hmm. And you're just like I can't Oh, that's an interesting way to
1: think about it.
0: Yeah, like that's why I said they they all have a shock attached to them, right? Cuz yeah. you need So you need 10 shocks to kill someone or 10 poison counters. You would, once you get that first counter, right, Anticipate that also dealt you two would never get printed. Right. But we have Anticipate that deals you two and then puts a counter on two of your other things. Or, uh, you know, on two of their things. So, like, you get to the situation where you're like, I'm stable but the top of their deck can kill me right right like i'm effectively at six life and they're a red deck right like that feeling of like am i just gonna get lava axed Mm -hmm. right or i guess five a lava ax, and then they're just like you know what is it experiment experimental augury or is that a different card something i think that was that uh i think that's the anticipate okay um like they, yeah, experimental augury into another proliferate card, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm dead now. Yeah. Or they like dink you for one, and you're like, well, okay, well, okay, now I just died of two spells. Right. Yeah, it makes
1: it awkward, but yeah, th- that is an interesting way to look at it, and it's really like you can't look at this set in general like that. You can only kind of look at this limited environment like that because there's so much like. Toxic and poison counters floating around. Um, But yeah, I mean, it kind of breaks the color pie, right? If your blue spells and black spells and greens, but there's a green spell that proliferates. Like if all of those colors can just deal direct damage now.
0: Yeah. There's like, there's also a instant speed infectious bite. Yep. It, It gives them a poison counter. Yep. Right. Like the, like the, it used to be that, hey, if you can like st- block and not get poison counters, then this proliferate stuff isn't as big a deal. But now there's just like one in a, one in the blue draw a card, take a poison counter, give him a poison counter. Yeah. And it's like, again, you would never print one in the blue draw a card deal to. Right. Right. And that's kind of what it is. And I hadn't thought of that until like I was playing and I was like, Oh, you like, you're just never stable. And there's so many things that have cheap, um, what's it called? Cheap, uh, so many cheap toxic creatures that it's really easy to get that first poison counter on someone. The first few
1: poison counters I've found.
0: Yeah. And then like, then they like, you know, play the, uh, whatever the plague nurse and all their, Mm -hmm. and all their toxic creatures get additional toxic. Right. Or they play the green black uncommon and all of their things deal you and, I, and you're just like oh, I was at, I'm at sixteen. I'm gonna take three damage here, but seven poison. Yeah. And now I'm going to die next turn.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like oh I I I died at ten, and it's just like oh I really didn't like play this game. Yeah. Because like uh, what jawbone the jawbone guy. Uh, the jawbone guy. Jabone Duelist. The one one oh, double yeah, striker. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. He's kind of a two-two double striker. Yep. For for life total, and like for two mana that card's not okay. Right. But it it's apparently okay. Yep. Uh, so That's I played a I played Certainly better than the fencing ace. <laughs> certainly better than the fencing ace. It can kill you in alternate way. Yep. So like like I said, the format feels Aggressive right now, because like going long leaves you open to like the whole poison thing. Because like one of the controlled X is effectively blue black, mm-hmm. which just incidentally poisons you out of the game. Yep. Right, we, like we can do it without swinging. Yeah. Oh, also the claustrophobia proliferates. Yeah, it does. It's like they just took cards they printed before and just. I tacked extra value onto them. Yep. Like, perhaps more offensively done than energy, but less consequential. Right? Yeah. Where, like, energy, it just wasn't like all this random stuff gave you energy. It's not like they were like, it was like, hey, you get energy, but to tap this creature so it doesn't untap, you need to pay two. Yeah. Right? This is just like, you no, know, the creature's tapped and you. Proliferate and deal your opponent a damage, or two damage. Yeah. Um. So that's what I don't like is because, like, you just... All the games are now... They feel like they're, like, shorter. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, now, like, balancing two life totals. Right. And, like, sometimes you can only effectively defend one of them. It, there's also,
1: like... An oddly high number of toxic creatures with evasion. Mm-hmm. Which is strange. Like you it would seem if you're gonna put something like toxic in a set, you would want to kind of limit the number of creatures with evasion. But there's like two white ones with evasion. There's I think the and like there's a green one with
0: trample. So um And there's green ones with death touch and a black one with death touch. And there's a black one that' doesn't have evasion, but when it dies, proliferate. Oh, there's a black one with menace too mm-hmm uh, I'm trying like there's the 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 win the mm-hmm. that with toxic one and white that also is like uh yeah gives something with toxic flying for the turn. so yeah. hey congratulations you're gonna get that in probably. duelist of deep faith has first strike when it attacks mm mm-hmm. right. That should have been a sign that we're not about blocking in this set. Yeah. Is like, hey, first strike when it attacks, it doesn't do anything but stays home. Get, get in there. Uh, Yeah, so it just feels... I don't... It, you feel... I felt behind a lot. Yeah. And, like, there's also some cards that don't... Um, Oh, uh, There's a black one with flying. I'm scrolling through. Uh, stinging hive Master. Uh, it's a 3-2 two for two and a black with Toxic 1. And it dies into a mite. Yeah. Since the mites can't block, dying into a mite doesn't do you any good. Right. Normally like a 3-2 that dies into a 1-1. One, one, it's two chump blockers. Is two chump blockers or a trade and a chump or but like the fact that it can't block and you're just like well I can throw this away or I can like leave it back it almost feels like like they're giving you decayed zombies but not big enough to like actually matter right so it I don't know it just it just felt like when you would get to the point where you're like okay now like we can like play a game i've like withstood the initial onslaught they're like proliferate proliferate thing gives you a poison counter you're dead yeah and you're like okay but we were just now to the point where like we could play a game mm-hmm. why are we not playing the game now and it's like well, when you get to 10 poison counters you see you state based actions occur and you die <laughs>
1: Like you know, That's why We're no- not playing
0: the game. That is why. So. So like I had um, gosh, uh the, the sack. Which the sack. Yeah, the green artifact that has oil counters uh, on it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It felt good, but like it also felt like it was way too slow. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, what is it? It is three, three threes that you just get to, like, pay four mana for whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sorcery speed. And it was like, it's like, yeah, this is a little slow. Like, these are now chump blockers because I'm so far behind. Yeah.
1: And like you said, the game's so much about attacking that you don't really have time to
0: take off to do cool things like that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like, sadly, it doesn't seem like value matters, man. I want value to matter. Not. Yep. Um, value is different now. Against all odds, uh, I had it a couple times. It's awkward. I could never get a situation where I got to choose both. is the white thing that, like, blinks and brings something back? Yeah, because I was like, oh, like, there's a bunch of um like pacifism slash like claustrophobia removal. Oh that'll be yeah. good. But it's like, well when they're doing that, they're not killing your three your three uh CMC thing. Right. And when they're killing your three C M C thing, they're not uh capping them with so, it.
1: I had when in the sealed pool that I did. I know mm-hmm. sealed's different than draft, but um, the sealed pool that i did i ended up red white mm-hmm. and that thing's a house with the artifacts that have four mirroriden
0: oh yeah because you make a 2 two? you bring a
1: thing back and then you bounce it and you get like a free 2
0: yeah that's I mean, that's a good idea or like you know if you had like basilica shepherd or something maybe i just didn't build my decks right to take advantage of it is that the one that uh bounces
1: or returns something to your hand and makes a mite this is the five drop that just makes two mites. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, that too. The um the thing that returns something to your mm-hmm. hand and makes a mite is good with the uh, formiridan equipment also. Yeah, indoctrination so. attendant. Yeah, might be something else to think about. Mm-hmm. I had I uh, had one of those represented deck or something. I don't know, but it was some cool synergies that I found.
0: Yeah, the the um I think the best decks I played against were the toxic decks, like the Abzan yeah. colors mm-hmm. I don't know if I played against blue red. My, the, I may first, have... uh, the first draft that I did
1: was um black, green, splashing white, okay, and I think I got six wins with it. okay, I have not and done then... that well thus far. I think yeah. I think I've only played against one blue red deck.
0: Yeah, and I play um, I played a blue green oil counters deck that uh, did not go well. Yeah. Um. I will say, like the edict, like is like so hit or miss. I guess it's kind of a normal way for edicts. But like I had it be amazing against me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to totally take these and just play it against like, walls of like might. And I was just like, oh, this is not fair. Why, why is this happening?
1: Uh, which edict? Ver- Vraska's or Shieldred's? Vrasca's. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on your deck. Because like, I had a couple of games where that card mattered. Like I wanted to pay three mana just to proliferate.
0: Or right, put a poison counter on them or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. that's what it meant yeah yeah
0: no like like i said i had games where like that card was just a hard removal spell that gave me a poison counter yeah. and then i was like in the next draft i was like this card was really good against me i'll take it and then it was like awful yeah. or three mana get a poison counter kill like a mite that doesn't super matter yeah I'm going to uh, stop you just
1: for a second and apologize to uh, whoever's watching this on YouTube because your mic just cut out again, and I'm not going to fix the video. So you got like three seconds of Brian cutting out. Oh, no. What is...
0: Computer, yeah. what is wrong with you? That is so weird. I mean, it seems like it's showing up on my end.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, I'm not sure why it's doing it. But That's all right. I just wanted to
0: apologize quick. So sorry, guys. We will, we will, uh, I will, I will talk, you a know, stern talking to you to my computer. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot harder to make the video right
1: than it is oh, to make the audio right. way, so way, way harder. Not
0: going to bother. <laughs> way harder, harder. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like corrupted is trivial. Yeah. Like it's super easy most of yeah. the time to get corrupted. Mm-hmm. But like I think if you're building your deck as you're drafting, I think you with the things that uh that you're either a happy playing without corrupted being active mm-hmm. or just the things that give poison counters. Right. And then once you have the things that give the poison counters, then your corrupted stuff is is a higher pick for you. Don't yeah. take the don't take the corrupted stuff and then take The poison counter stuff take the poison counter stuff first so you kind of have a
1: that's kind of like just good limited strategy though because there's multiple decks that want the poison counters but really only like one deck that actually wants the corrupted stuff yeah um it's kind of like um in kaldheim where like there's one deck that really wanted snow but all the snow was your fixing too. So kind of everybody wanted snow. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of like your pick order had to, they had to go up in your pick order because otherwise you just wouldn't get fixing.
0: Yeah. And then eventually the snow, the things that cared about snow would be left over or you could just take any yeah. of them. Right. Right. So like once you have the ways to put the, um uh the counter, like the counters on things, then you just, then, like, you can take all those things pretty easily. Yeah. And not really worry about it. What other cards were were good? Uh, did you get
1: the, to play with the... Um, is it a three-mana, four-one that dies and draws you the best best card of the top three or your library or whatever?
0: Uh, I did not. That thing was pretty, pretty solid
1: for me. I... 'Cause it's just like a, I mean, like you said, it's hard to play like a value game in this set, but it trades with basically anything mm-hmm. and then
0: draws you a card. Yeah. I think I passed a couple, but um I did not get to play with one. Yeah. Testament bearer. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. Four mana, yeah. four one. Oh, it's a four mana? I thought yeah. it was three mana.
1: Three and a black. Maybe I was thinking of the green thing that's similar. It's like a green 3-3 that like, gets you a land. Seder Wayfinder kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's like three cards, gets you a land. Um, um, that's pretty solid, too. Trades with a lot and kind of pseudo-draws you a card.
0: What did you think about the... Have you played the tap lands? Like, um, yeah, I thought they were fine. I thought they were fine as well. I had like opponents the... like using them to get through their deck. I played a couple...
1: Yeah, I don't think you want more than a couple. Yeah. Um
0: I don't think I'd play more
1: than one of any like particular color because they can lead to some awkward draws. Yeah. Um but the format isn't like hyper aggressive where you're like trying to stick one drops all the time. So if you have one in your opener, you can kind of, you know, that's a pretty safe turn 1 play. But also like there's room later in the game to like, have a tap land yeah. come down and not, like, completely ruin your plans. And then, like, drawing a card off of a landslot is basically... S- it's slow cycling, right? mm mm-hmm. um, Like, that's always super relevant. Prevents flood out. Make sure
0: you draw gas in the late game. Like, though it might not be aggressive in the sense of, like, you've got to play, like, a one-drop all the time, I do feel like it's kind of, like... Like if you miss a land drop, I feel like ga- the game just ends. Like well, sort of, yeah. It, if it's it, yeah, if your opponent goes like two, three, four, and yeah. like you miss your third land, like, like a lot of limited sets as of late, the cards are so powerful mm-hmm. that like, oh hey, I missed my land drop. Fun. You're just so far behind, you can't ever claw your way back.
1: That's kind of an interesting point. I wonder. I wonder how much of that is because, like. The majority, I would assume, the majority of limited games are being played on Arena now with hand mm-hmm. smoothing. Yeah. So, like, is it is it safer to push the design of cards because games are played with hand
0: smoothing now? Maybe, but like, I think it takes away. Right. I think there oh, are it definitely does. It's not the same game. There are less games where. You miss your third land drop, and then claw your way back. Yeah, I think there are way more games where you miss your third land drop, and you're just see it on turn four. Yeah, it's just like oh, I can never win from this position because I didn't play a spell on turn three, and yeah. my opponent did. Yeah. Right. I mean, like Canker Bloom, it's a two mana three two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, like. You know, with utility with utility, right? like you know, if you stumble on a color or something and like your opponent's played like a canker bloom into like like some other reasonable like three drop into some you know I say reasonable three drop, but like a card that's not like, oh hey, that's I picked the best uncommon in the set, yeah. it's like it's like, no, you're just like behind now. And you're not going to catch up. Like, I'm just, like, scrolling here. But, I mean, even, like, like, then you play, like, Lean and Lightbringer, a 3-mana 3-2. And then you play, like, some, like, you know, uh, there's a... Now, this is a good deck, but then there's the Oil gorger Troll. I guess it's 5-mana. Well, there's a 4-mana 4-4 that lets you proliferate if you pay 2.
1: Yep.
0: Right? Like, you're just like, oh, I'm... They have ten power on board. Yeah. Like I'm just going to be chump blocking now for the next like three turns.
1: Yeah. Now you were you just mentioned oil counters, and I think earlier you said that you played like a
0: blue green oil counter deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like two Tamios immobilizers. I had the uh, sack, uh, the incubation okay. sack, and was like able to get counters and kind of keep, uh, kind of keep things going with proliferate it was fine but like it felt like a game that wanted to play er, a deck that wanted to play longer games and like those are the games hard to do i was like oh i gained three life off my troll and drew a card that doesn't take care of the fact i have like five poison and i'm like under this weird clock now yeah where like They don't have to, like, think about... And that's another thing, right? Like, if your life total was 10, you, like, attacks where you, like, attacked with four things and got in three damage or two damage Mm -hmm. are way more impactful than when your life's at 20. Right. Right? So, like, you know, they can make an attack where they throw away some mites and something else because mm-hmm. they got you from five to seven and they're like, I'm going to cast a proliferate and then I'm going to cast a spell that gives you a poison counter, a creature I can proliferate with. And then I'll just yeah. draw the last thing. Yeah. Or you have to block. So like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to like, try to like control the board and set up shop is like hard to do because yeah. your life total in a lot of cases is 10. Right. Because, like, I don't think it's unreasonable to have, like, almost all of the creatures in your deck have Toxic. Uh,
1: Like I said, I'm only two drafts in, and my second draft is uh, not Toxic. It's white-black, but, I mean, it is Toxic, because more than half of my creatures have Toxic, even
0: though I didn't draft a Toxic deck. You weren't trying to, you just had it, yeah. I, I had that well, deck. I, I mean, was I was good. trying
1: to draft a uh, like a corrupted proliferate deck, mm-hmm. and like back like a va- valuey deck. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was telling you, I don't know if it was in the pre-show or when we were just talking, but my pack one pick one was Vraska. So it's like, oh sweet, let's do some proliferate shenanigans. I drafted <laughs> two of the guys that like drain for two when you proliferate and seemed like a sweet deck but then like when i was actually building it after the draft like everything i drafted just has toxic so i'm not like i'm not killing people with proliferate i'm not getting value off of it i'm just like killing people outright
0: yeah you're just
1: like incidentally
0: yeah (laughs) like you're not like i'm gonna drain you for two with this proliferate it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna drain you for two and i'm gonna give you a poison counter and i'm probably gonna kill you with poison counters before i kill you with regular right. damage. Maybe the maybe the toxic deck will get worse, but it's so hard because like I feel like there's like three or four toxic decks. Yeah. Right, like realistically, you could be white black mm-hmm. and though you are trying to do the corrupted thing, you have to have enough poison to make that happen.
1: Well, I mean that's kind of what I was talking about earlier is like the white black deck wants to play wants in quotes to play more of like a y value long game. But like you can kill with poison without ever dealing a point of toxic.
0: Yeah. Like Like, pretty easily. I've died that way. And that's why I was like, how am I at 13? And like, I only got like attacked twice and then I just died. And it's like, Oh, because, again, every spell is a shock. Yeah. and But, like, you have white-black, you have green-black, you have mm-hmm. blue-black, and you have green-white. Yep. And, like, you could probably mess around and be, like, blue-white toxic. Yeah. Rel- relatively... And probably blue-green toxic, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, usually it's like, oh, well, like, if the red cards are all too good in a set, then more people will draft red and everything will balance out. But if the toxic cards are too good, like what do you, Right. like that's half the set. Yep. Yeah. I, this is one where I don't know how they like, so typically I don't know if uh, listeners know this when they develop sets, they don't actually draft them. Yeah. They will do some sealed and see how that goes but they won't like draft the set cuz it's too hard to get 8 people to sit down and do a draft. Well, it also
1: change like when they're developing it, it changes so frequently that even if you did manage to scrape some people together to draft, that's so unlikely to give any meaningful data mm-hmm. for development purposes that it's kind of just a waste of time.
0: So, if you have noticed in recent sets there's kind of like a checklist of cards you know are going to be in the set right there's going to be some big green thing that like enters the battlefield and gains you life and is big enough to stabilize you yep a hint that this format might be aggressive is that card sometimes at six or seven think Mm -hmm. honey mammoth right at six it's at five and it draws you a card if you have oil counters. hmm Right? And so, like, I don't know, like, if you played, like, if you did three drafts of this. Like, if you'd be like, oh, hey, like, we've turned the knobs correctly on Proliferate and Toxic. Right? Because, like, I think it's harder to make it, like, work in Sealed, I would assume.
1: Yeah. Um. So when I did my Sealed, I started... I'm trying to remember now. I started off as like a mid rangey whatever deck, and I thought I had a decent deck, but it didn't feel right when I played my first game. Like, I lost, but the deck also didn't really seem to gel super well. Mm-hmm. So I switched to white-red and seemed to work much better.
0: But, like, in terms of, like, in a sealed pool, it's hard to, like, in a draft you could get, you can be like, I'm going to poison people out. I'm going to take yeah. every card that says, and gets a poison counter. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to have three Varasca's fall and three of the draw card uh, get a poison counter. Right? Some removal and then some like creatures that proliferate or like can get the last few points or use those spells to get the last few points. Like, that's way harder to come together and sealed. Yeah. So, like, maybe, like, you miss the fact that, like, oh. Like, people are just going to be dying from between 8 and 13. Yeah. And, like, that's usually where, like, games start to, like, happen. Right? Right. Like. There starts to be
1: more back and forth combat matters more or whatever.
0: Yeah. There's, you have blockers, like. You know, you can pass with mana. Yeah, you can pass with mana up, so they have to worry about like, oh, do you have a uh, a combat trick or do you have a uh, a removal spell that'll blow me out when I use my combat trick? Because a lot of times on the early turns, right, like, you know, you have a two-two and your opponent has a two-two and they attack into you, right? If they haven't played anything pre-combat, you're like, I guess I'll just take this, and so I don't get like combat tricked. Mm-hmm. And then like next turn I'll have a, something that can like actually block this and they have to have a combat trick yeah. or right. And or I could double block it and like I'll kill it and eat their combat trick. Uh, so like sometimes in the first like couple turns of the game, you just aren't in a situation where you can like block. Right. And then you get to that point where you're like, so you've lost like five or six life you're like, okay, I'm, I, I've am got some big things now. I have some removal spells. All right, cool. Like, I'm stable now. And then they're just like, oh, no. Like, kill you with, you know, my proliferate spell. You're like, oh. Yeah. And so, like, it just seems like the games are going to be a lot of times shorter. You're going to die in three hits to a thrumming bird. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, that... Like, I'm at seven. I still have, like... In theory, four turns to draw something to block this, but I'm dead. Right. Also, the oh gosh, what is the the white combat trick that draws you a card if your if the creature has toxic? Yeah. <laughs> like what 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 is what is this? Like it makes no, sense. complete devotion. Like yep. but, but 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 why? Like this just seems like like at first, right before I played, I was like, oh, that's kind of like weird flavor text. Oh, no, it just draws you a card, like, over Basically half the, the time. time. Yeah. Right? Like maybe, I, like, maybe I need to, like, prioritize that card because, like, hey, Crawling Chorus attack you on turn two. If you block, great. I'll kill your thing and draw a card. Right? A can tripping removal spell is kind of amazing. Yeah. And like, oh, you didn't block? Okay, fine, I'll play my two-drop. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, amazing. And, like, you have to respect that, right? You can't just be like, doop to doop doop. I'm going to block with my two-drop, and then get annihilated. Yeah. The uh,
1: There's that red one, too, that red combat trick that draws a card is, like, way better than that card has been in other sets also. Uh, Blazing Crescendo? that plus three, plus one, exile, top card of your library. Mm-hmm. You can play it till the end of your next turn. So it gives you, like, a whole turn to play the card.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Right? Like, those kind of cards don't typically exist. Right. So the equipment deck is... I've played against it a few times. It seems fine. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but, like, their equipments are also creatures, so... Yeah,
1: like I think that's one of the cool things about this set is that the equipments are creatures and there's like enough random like blink, bounce, reanimate shenanigans happening in the same colors that I think it makes the deck interesting in a way that it didn't used to be interesting. Like if we were talking about that, uh, that four mana, like flicker a thing, reanimate something. Mm hmm. Um, like that card with the, the equipments that make a creature an auto attach when they enter the battlefield is kind of crazy. Cause it's like a three for one almost because you know, when you flicker the equipment, it leaves a body and then it makes another body
0: and brings something back out of the graveyard. Yeah. And it's just so, so many little pieces, I guess I, so I drafted that card in like a black deck is like oh i can block with that three two that leaves a mite and then get it back and get another mite and it's like and like in my exact deck the mites didn't matter that much because i much would have rather had blockers
1: yeah well i don't i mean maybe it'll change as the format matures but right now i don't think the mites matter a whole lot anyway unless you do go like why unless you unless you're like if yeah, you're in a, you gotta go super wide though
0: but if you're in a situation where like you've engaged a race right and so your opponent's like i'm gonna attack you right now your might like they have to start thinking well these mites all have effectively two power yeah and i'm not gonna just like keep taking two so like now i'm not going to attack yeah right so that can like slow down a game but then like there were so many cards that I didn't draft my last draft and then like lost to. It was quite embarrassing. Um, the equipment that makes mites when the thing attacks. No, oh, I didn't see that. I haven't seen that yet. It's an uncommon. Uh, people can yell at me because I was like, yeah, like I'm not an equipment deck. I didn't realize. Infested Flush Cutter. It is uh, one of the white, for an equipment with equipped creature gets plus 2, plus 0. Oh, equipped class mm. is 3, so not cheap. But once you get it on the thing, whenever equipped creature attacks, create a 1-1 one, one colorless Phyrexian mite. So, like, if you, like, put it on a mite and attack, now the mite's gonna trade for something real, yep. and it's making and the next itself. thing to wear the, the, uh, the, uh, flush cutter. Yeah. So... Like, I I wish I would have taken that card in retrospect. But, yeah, so... You learn as the format goes on. You do. You definitely It's hard to nail everything right right away. Yeah, but, like, I hope we get to play those games that go longer. Mm -hmm. Because right now, it just feels like everyone's kind of, like, racing to to 10. Yeah, I mean, that might be...
1: And I think we kind of alluded to this in the pre-show, but... Like, that might be new shiny thing mm-hmm. syndrome, too, though, where, you know, we haven't had poison counters in this set for so long that, like, that's what everyone's trying to do right now, and there's more people forcing it than maybe should be, and nobody's really exploring any of the other archetypes. Because we are super new, like, we're 24 hours in, or 28 hours in, or whatever. Yeah. So, there hasn't been a whole lot of time to iterate or for the format to
0: evolve yet. Agreed. So I'm I'm hoping for uh, some sort of improvement there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it does seem like there's just
1: Toxic everywhere as far as you can see because there's just so many cards that are like reasonably costed with Toxic at common or uncommon in basically
0: any color. Mm-hmm. Except for red. Except for red. Sorry, red. Yep. Yeah, you had, you had a good run. You tried. Yep. Um... Anything else you gleaned from the format while, while you're playing it? Um, the removal's weird.
1: <laughs> okay. It, I don't know. I mean I, I don't I... exactly know where I'm going with this, but it, it doesn't feel like to, like all the removal seems like conditional. There's no like staple, you know, reasonable rate kill a thing. It's like sacrifice a creature or pay a fortune. Yeah, I mean the exile the, a thing, but if you're trying to exile a creature, it's
0: going to cost six mana. Yeah, the uncommon ones are good. Yeah, but the the uh, the common ones are kind of whatever. The red ones were good. Like yeah, the Fault charge re- redamage proliferate.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that one was good.
0: That because it hits good.
1: anything. Like you can dome your opponent with it too. So yeah, kind of like excavation
0: explosion yeah. in the last set yep except um, you also get to proliferate so yeah sometimes you like get to dome them twice and I think uh hex- like the red removal hex gold slash is good too mm-hmm. Um. maybe that's the secret maybe you just have to like play like maybe there's just like a red X like control deck where you just take all this like ridiculous common removal yeah and just mow down all their toxic stuff
1: how do you feel about that uh, black one drop, neg one neg one, to proliferate or neg one neg one? Your opponent you gets a counter uh, or whatever. I think it's neg one neg one
0: proliferate. Yeah, I know it's neg one neg one, but yeah, I don't remember what it is. Um, it's weird because even with like proliferate, you don't want to spend a card to kill a mite. And like I said, I had the the uncommon the three two. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to totally get some two for one value here. And then, like, my opponent played, like, a red rare one drop that was a one two. And I was like, (laughs) but then, like, my opponent um, hit me with the one mana thing. Like, I played the three two, the the two mana three one in green with toxic two. Yep. It just ate that and I got a poison counter. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, now, (laughs) like. I'm in a bind because well, I have so one poison counter. So that's what I was say
1: is, I've been more impressed with that card than I think I would have been in most sets mm-hmm. because of the proliferate. But also, like, there's a bunch of reasonable targets. There's that three-one that you just said. Um, the double striker is one-one. Yeah. Tags that, and that's like a reasonable threat. Um, Thrumming bird is. A magic card that exists and does things that you probably need to kill. Yes. It kills that. It kills the 2-1 artifact creature that, like, shrinks your guys when it attacks. hmm Which is oddly annoying. Um it, it just seems like there's a lot of reasonable targets for it that you don't mind spending a card on. Yeah. Uh, Whisper of the Dross. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I mean... Like I, you read the card and you look at the card file and you think, oh yeah, this is only ever going to kill mites. And like you said, if if you're just killing mites, it doesn't matter. But I think there's enough stuff with one toughness that's relevant that...
0: Yeah, I agree. It, it's one of those things that there are going to be matchups where it's... where you feel like a genius. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this was great. I, like, traded up on mana. Amazing. And there'll be other times where you're just going to look at it in your hand and go, like, this doesn't do anything. And like those, yeah, and like those times it's just like, oh, this is i I like I, said, I keep going back to ambulatory edifice, I was like, oh, sick, I'm gonna like sna- uh get things with this now, the whispers of the dross does have the advantage of like shrink their two two in combat to kill your thing, so or one mana proliferate, yeah, remember uh skull duggery,
1: yeah, that card was nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, this might be just, like, skullduggery where you're just going to, like, win every combat. Yeah. But again, this is also, like, why it's hard to, like, block on turn two or on turn three, right? Right. Your opponent's, like, they, like, play a black two-drop and they're just, like, they just confidently attack on turn three. And you're like, do do they have the thing and I'm just going to, like, look like an idiot? Or can I block here?
1: No, I, th- I thought it was an interesting card to talk about because like yeah. I said nor- normally that card would be unplayable. And there, set,
0: but are an- you are right? There are a lot of um, like bladed ambassador, a three one that gets indestructible if you remove an oil counter. Well, that kills it. Um, yeah. There are a lot of two ones and three ones, but like. It. It should be good. It is good, but again, there's definitely gonna be like if you're playing best of three, right? It's definitely a card that like you would have one in your main deck and like to have like two more in the board, and there'd be games. No, you, no I don't think
1: you want a main deck three of them and best of one. Like that would be.
0: Yeah, no, but what I'm saying, like if you had one in the main and two in the side, right? Yeah. There'd be matchups where you would bring those two in because Great. they're just fatal push. And then there'd be matchups where you'd take that one out because it just would have very little impact. Yeah. And being best of one, you've just got to, like, hope that you, like, that the proliferate really matters with the times that the minus one, minus one doesn't. And it kind of feels like it will. Like, just black proliferate's probably good enough. Yeah, I think so. Um. Yeah. So I think cheap removal is really important. Like, mm-hmm. right, so maybe Whisper of the Dross, uh Hex Gold Slash, the uh Drown an Acre, not that I have to say like take the two mana the two damage the two mana dig four deg four. Like right. duh. We we all know that's good. <laughs> uh, analysis that they come for. Take the good card. Uh yeah. but like I think this like the the six mana, like Like you said, the the two and a white, and then it's pay three more if it targets a creature. Like, I don't know how many games get to that point where, like, they have one big threat that you're worried about. No, I don't think so. Right? Like, you kill the one big threat, and then it's just, like, the top of their deck kills you because they pay one mana and proliferate.
1: Right.
0: And you're like, oh, no. And then you die. Yeah. Oh, no. I I, I had nine poison. Now I'm dead. Right. So, also, there's, like, a... What was it? Um, there's some mirror that I didn't know about. It's like two mana, two one, with toxic that like searches your deck for a land and puts it on top. Yeah, I was like, what? I didn't even know that card existed. If someone played against me. It's like I would have taken like two of you in this deck. I did not even know you were here.
1: It's um, like... I mean, I've seen it a couple times. I really. I don't think i found a deck that super wants it it goes on top like i don't ever want to put dan lands
0: on top of my deck i mean as as we talked about me getting punished the hardest ever for a splash like it's like yeah, dune like, mover right like if you like if you have one of these it's not like embarrassing as like a toxic creature that's a two one fine yeah. and then put a land on top like if you have like a swamp because you have two black cards yeah like that's not the end of the world splashing. right like it's like bad pilgrim's eye but like you wanted pilgrim's eye when you were splashing right so like more of like it's not an embarrassing two drop and it like guarantees you your third land yeah and like can fix your splash but i don't know if you wouldn't like in a two-color deck yeah, but it
1: doesn't guarantee your third land until turn four.
0: No, it's a two drop.
1: Right, so it comes down. Oh, E mm-hmm. T ETBs and puts a land on top. When it
0: enters the battlefield, you may search your library yeah. for a basic land, reveal, put it on top. Okay. So like, you now maybe you get to the point where you're like, oh, I have three Dune Movers. Again, yeah. thing to try if you don't care about your gems. But like, maybe you get, <laughs> maybe you get like three Dune Movers, and you're like, I can play fifteen lands. Because yeah. I need two, and then I'm going to have a dune mover to hit my third. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, cool. Now I... And my curve stops at, like, 4
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? What format... I think that there was a point in um, Brothers War that it was, like, a 15 or 16 land format. Oof. Where it was, like, super aggressive. I guess I want all my, like, limited games to be, like, long, value slugfest slugfests. I mean, and, that's the kind of magic that I live for, but that's but, not how limited
1: has been for a long time, at least for me.
0: Yeah, but what I was going to say is, like, I think, like I mentioned, the power level of the cards, the amount of stuff yeah. that the 1, 2, and 3 mana cards do, you just don't have time to, like, like, play your, like, 5-drop that, like, returns a creature to your hand. Right right like well I'm gonna trade and then trade again and it's like, okay, you traded twice, but I got like 12 damage in and yeah. seven seven in uh, infect. so now you like got your thing back. I only have to attack like once or twice more and I win the game yeah. or like I have a pump spell or like the stupid falter. <laughs> and I'm going to like falter you. And now you lose. For people lose. that don't know what Falter is. Uh, creatures can't block this turn. Fal- so, falter's, like, the original yeah. version of that card. We get one, like, every set, but... Yeah, this one deals one damage to everything because there's infinite mites. Right. And then everything damaged by it can't be blocked. Yep. Um, also, like, uh, I, uh, Forgot that Skrelv made it so you couldn't block.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, "Oh, tap your thing," and they were like, "Cool, I'll just make the other one so it can't be blocked by green things." And I was like, <laughs> "Yep, that yep, that I that would it. that would give me two more poison and put me to 10. Yeah. So if you can't tell, I thought that the toxic stuff was gonna be like a fringy thing, like we said, like you'd get the corrupted. And then, like, kind of dirtle around with like the three yeah. to four and like three to five poison uh, counters, And like, maybe if you built this like hardcore dedicated deck, and I wanted to draft that deck, I was like, oh, it'd be fun to be like blue black, just do like the nonsense thing. Like, I think that instead, I think it's just like a good deck. Yeah. So, I am saying, like, this should be like the, this should be like Mill, where it's has got mm-hmm. like fringy and goofy. And instead, it's like, what is the best thing thing to to do? do? Now, granted, we're a grand total of five drafts in, but between the two of us. So maybe that'll change. But right now, it's just like, oh, the best thing you can do is to count to 10. It's like, oh. One, two, 10. Yeah, one, two, 10. Exactly. Yep. All right. So I think with all this, we have a show. I think so. So... If you want to get at us on social media and uh, tell us about how uh, we're all wrong and toxic sucks, uh, you can get at us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord. All those links are in the description below. Yeah. Or
1: tell us toxic doesn't suck. Or tell us what cool draft synergies you found. We'd love to hear them. Uh, If you want to support the show, like I said at the beginning, there's two ways you can do it. The first is super easy. Super easy. Whatever singles you're going to buy from this set that you don't have at your LGS, buy them from TCG Player. You get uh, really good prices, super competitive. Uh, you get stuff shipped out quick. Hopefully it's the right cards. And uh, you get to support us. Use our TCG Player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Surf on over to TCG Player with that site, and then whatever shopping you do will help support the show. We'll get a cut of whatever your the total in your cart is. Um, if you're looking to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg. Chip in whatever you feel we're worth. We're worth a lot, but we whatever are. you feel. Uh, go ahead and chip in, and you got access to all the Patreon stuff. So you get the pre show, you get the show notes, you get the givebacks when I send them out, and you get the good feeling inside knowing that you're helping to keep the show you love
0: going. Yeah, and we that's like all that, that really matters, right? We like that. That's all that really matters warm this is the warm fuzzies Yep. All right. So, with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet.